if you'd like to listen to the full episode, please subscribe to our newsletter called Venture Notes. And before going into the episode today, here are some benefits about being a Venture Notes Premium member. First of all, do you know that Premium members get their NFT member pass? This NFT will open the door to private access to events, content, and so much more yet to be designed. It's a long journey. The first 50 member access pass collection could be considered as the OG collection, the Genesis collection. And second of all, Premier members are also invited to join our early stage startup syndicate called Olive Capital, where we mostly support pre-seed to Series A startups in the EU and in the US in B2B SaaS, crypto and consumer tech. We are embracing the model of a media-driven early stage investor. Please note that Olive Capital does not provide financial advice. You need to carefully consider your own financial situation and take a risk diversification approach. While the return profiles looks attractive, members are aware that venture capital is a very difficult asset class where all the invested capital is at risk. And now let's move into the show. Thank you, Rafael. So, so fintech and embedded finance. Um, maybe the first question that I will ask the panelists and give my opinion after is that um, so we have seen a lot of companies doing that in the US and embedded finance, quite a buzzword. Uh, in France and in Europe, it's just starting. And maybe to have the opinion of each of the panelists, what would be the first segment uh, that will be a very good uh, fit for embedded finance? Okay, we when you say segment, do you mean uh, the vertical? A vertical, exactly, exactly the... a vertical. So maybe it could be SaaS providers. It could be, so what will be the, the first, yes, the, the first vertical to, to, to have this embedded finance uh, uh, mission, you know, to be realized? I mean, I would start by saying that I'm not sure that there is a, a vertical specifically that will be the first. I think that there is more a horizontal that will be the first. So payment and uh, using payment as a as part of a business model with uh, with Stripe and others is definitely something that uh, is a strategy that has been used widely in the US uh, and that will be used more widely in Europe, I think, in the coming years. It's something that Stripe advertises a lot in their sales meetings and, and more and more people are aware of this opportunity. And so that's why I believe that the horizontal layer of payment is going to be the, the first one, more so than a specific vertical like uh, restaurants or, or manufacturing. Maybe to, 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 to add to it, and uh, maybe by way of introduction, so I'm, I'm Bartosz, I work for a Paris-based venture fund called Alvin, uh, active in, in Europe and uh, a bit in the US as well. Um, yeah, investing in software generally, but FinTech more specifically. Um, and yeah, so on embedded finance, so maybe uh, just a, a short definition, but I'm sure uh, not everyone agrees with the definition, but uh, to discuss it. So basically, it's the idea of integrating a financial technology or, or a financial service into a, a different service that is uh, not traditionally a financial uh, service for company. Um, and so what we are seeing more and more in the portfolio is actually um, vertical communities are adding payments and finance as a second way to first attract, retain, and satisfy customers. And second, as a way of doing upsells. So for instance, um, one of our portfolio companies, uh, B2B marketplace called Anchor Story, which is a marketplace between retail stores on the one hand side and brands on the other hand, is basically managing 
the transactions, uh, sourcing transactions for retail source from brands. Uh, and so discovering the counterparty is one of the value propositions, but then very quickly you become uh, closer to the transaction and then comes the question of, okay, how does the payment take place? And uh, do we offer payment terms? If yes, how? How do we credit score uh, all the, 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 the retailers and brands and customers? And so this is where embedded finance actually takes place. And uh, this is something very specific to retail, but then we can think of a similar thing for, I don't know, vertical SaaS for uh, doctors with, with doctory potentially, or, or, or you know, other kind of B2B marketplaces, vertically focused like Miro, for instance, we could uh, also in our portfolio, we could think that tomorrow Miro will um, also intermediate payments between brands and photographers. So I think it's not one vertical, but it's the concept of vert of a vertical that it will tackle very quickly. And if I if I if I want to rebound on this and and as a way of introducing myself to uh, my name is Gus uh, Sayer. I'm a partner at New Fund, which is a French American seed fund. Uh, we are sector agnostic, but um, I, I I tend to focus uh, on fintech at the fund. Um, I agree completely with what Bartosz just said. Uh, one thing I would add and it's what spurred this movement of, of startup in, in this in this embedded finance world is you got banks, which is one of the the last industry that has not yet been disrupted, which has been so slow to kind of uh, to innovate in, the, in in this space that all of a sudden you have all these startups trying to replace these banks. And I think it's creating it's creating a space for for startups uh, sprucing up in every single vertical within embedded finance. Yes, and just to add to all the things that have already been said here. So I'm Sia from Seedcamp. Um, we are a um, like early stage fund focused on uh, writing the first institutional check in European founders that have global ambition. And uh, we have invested quite actively in fintech over the past 10, 15 years with uh, being the first investors in companies like Revolut, uh, WeFox, Wise, and others. And I think when it comes to embedded finance, I mean, it's where uh, Pascal started before, like he said, like that uh, payment is definitely like the area where like there's probably like the most obvious opportunities now, but we also start to see companies like thinking about embedding lending insurance or even investments in like other offerings. And uh, when it comes to like the, the verticals where we've seen like some like early traction with like the just like concept of embedded finance, I do think that uh, we've seen some interesting things happening around like supply chain, around like health, even around like property tech. So those are areas where a company in our portfolio called Weaver, that is actually uh, kind of like uh, banking as a service provider that allows you to easily embed just uh, all kind of like financial product into your core offering have been like very actively exploring uh, just uh, uh, early commercial opportunities. Thank you. And so, so, so yes, of course, this vertical approach and this, this horizontal approach, maybe one thing that could be very useful, I, I think also is to, 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 to have the, your understanding of, of the challenges because at the end of the day, uh, when you want to uh, embed finance in a, in a product or in a community, you need a lot of actors because you will do, the, you will do if it is lending. So uh, let's take, for example, the example of lending. 
So you need to have uh, to to have depth supplier. You need to do KYB or KYC depends, and so you have a lot of infrastructure to implement. And is is this something that companies that are non-financial companies at the, at, at the beginning have on their mind as a top priority? Or for Angosto, I hear Angosto, the product has been designed like this. But do you see companies where they will see, uh, they will put this very huge project of embedding, for example, lending as a top priority in their roadmap? Uh, I could start. Um, so since I'm the only one who didn't introduce myself, uh, very quickly, uh, I, um, I'm the, the founder and CEO of a company called Canopy, which is basically a buying uh, older vertical SaaS companies in Europe and adding embedded fintech as part of a uh, growth plan. Um, so this is something that I've been uh, looking at and focusing on a lot, as you can imagine. Um, in terms of what you described, Valentina, I would say a few things. One is if you look at a traditional venture-backed company, um, mostly Lending embedded finance is rarely something that that uh, founders tackle before Series A or Series B, unless it's a core part of a value proposition. So, for example, for Encore Store, Encore Store is a lending product disguised as a marketplace. Um, and so, sure, lending is core is front and center in their offering. But if you look at many companies that provide uh, fin embedded fintech, especially lending and others. It's typically something that they provide later. Um, um, even if you look at a company like Malt, for example, or other obvious consumer, uh, like freelance marketplace, uh, B2B freelance marketplace, um, they have products for freelancers, um, like lending to freelancers and stuff like that. But it's something that they've added, you know, post-series A, post-series B, when they already had traction. So I think that you're right, that this is something that but most startups don't tackle right out of the gate because they need to capture volume and to have data in order to even consider raising a debt fund and all that stuff. Uh, I think that in the future, as there will be APIs for lending and SaaS companies will not need to necessarily put together all the pieces, that might some be something that people start earlier but in the meantime, I think it's going to be more of a Series B, Series C uh, play. This episode is an excerpt from the full episode that you can find at summit.runwayseries.co. Summit